Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app, use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Cubs lose 5-3 to to the Padres. They'll have a shot at still winning this series coming up on Thursday afternoon. The matinee at Wrigley Field. Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Del Mendo, and hopefully Ryan Herrera from beautiful and historic Wrigley Field. And historic. And historic. And historic. By the way, we got new shirts, new merch. New dope merch. Dude. Check it out. I got my beautiful and historic in the mail Ooh. two days ago. I might break it out tomorrow. All right. For the rubber match, because this was not necessarily a great one for the Cubs. This is uh, one we'll forget. We'll forget about this one in like a week. May, hell, I might even forget what happened in this game tomorrow. So, Steven, Tanya, Brent, Evil Wax. I saw Ravi was here. Uh, Edward is here. <laughs> Ravi. Hello to everybody in the chat. I feel like we're uh, we've got a pretty good percentage on thumbs up so far. If oh, you yeah. haven't already done it, please. You know, Ron it's S says good games. Cub played solid. We'll get that dub tomorrow. There's I like positivity. that. I like. I like that. I, I'm actually surprised the chat isn't as angry. I thought it'd be a little more angry. I thought the chat would be angry. Maybe, maybe we've all grown a little bit. Congratulations to us. But 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 pat yourself. On the on the back or the shoulder, whatever. Vanilla cheer, v- vanilla chill is here and agreeing with me, which will always get your name read in the chat. There you go. Anyways, you yeah, go. I mean, this game we went into it and we were waiting to see what Drew Smiley was going to do after the near mm-hmm. perfecto last time out. Wind was blown in, um, and it was cold at Wrigley, like mm-hmm. cold, and. I thought it'd be a low-scoring game. Really, it kind of did turn out to be a low-scoring game. He just was clearly wasn't as sharp as he was last time out. But could you expect him? I mean, like, how could you hold him to that standard? <laughs> he looked like it for two innings. He he, he looked he, like he was he about to give you another six strong innings, and the first two innings is the bottom of the Padres' order that got it going tonight. Uh, and he or was at still least they good. started to hit him a little bit, and then I think once uh, the second time through the order especially in the middle there, Cronworth with that two-run triple to get first runs of the game. That was tough. Uh, But I think I tweeted actually after that inning. I was like, "Ah, I'm not sure if they should bring Smiley back out. Um, He was getting hit hard pretty – he was getting hit pretty hard there. Mancini hits a two-run shot, and then Smiley comes back out, gives you a clean uh, fifth inning, gives you five strong. Again, can't ask much more out of your number four starter. Continues to be everything you want out of him. There's any positive from tonight, Drew Smiley? Uh, yeah, I mean, I saw somebody mention the Nelson Velasquez at bat in the chat there. I see Hunter's talking about how could you send this guy down after these at bats right. when Belly comes back. Um, I'll admit that was pretty exciting. Yeah, I mean, he, he that was, I mean, that this, was that's a great against, take. That was against uh, Josh Hader, one of, if not the best closer in the game, uh, fouling off a bunch of 97 mile an hour fastballs and then. You know, yeah, it was a great take to to earn the walk. Um, yeah, I mean, and he had, he had a rocket a rocket double tonight. I mean, continues to produce to me, honestly, considering how this offense is playing in this series, honestly, since Saturday as well. Uh, I think you got to move Velasquez up a little higher on in the lineup tomorrow, personally, uh, because you're just. I mean, even the top of the lineups kind of struggled outside of outside of Nico. At, at least in this series and at the end of the Dodger series, the top of the lineup has kind of cooled off. I, and and what I'm not even like complaining about it. They've been so great. You knew that like 
you know how baseball goes stuck. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a ups and downs, you know? One game to the next. They, so, could, be, they could put up 14 runs tomorrow. Right. So I, all I'm saying is Velasquez had a good series since he's came up for belly. Mm-hmm. Like, why not put him up a little higher? I'm not asking you to bat him third. I'm asking you to maybe, I don't know, bat him sixth or, or seventh. You know what I mean? Craig's 100% right. He does have the highlight of the season so far. He does. The grand slam. He does have He's the a guy that could have hit it into the wind and hit one out tonight yeah. for the Cubs. Like, that's, that's, he does have that type of power. Um, I'll be honest, I thought Nico would come through. Not, <laughs> not that that's a realistic expectation that every single night he's going to, you know, come through with some huge hit. Right. But I, you could tell he was disappointed in that pitch and, and popping it up right well, out of the gate. But at f- least it made it fun and interesting at the he end. He was good looking for the fastball probably on that first pitch, and I'm pretty sure he got it. I could be wrong on that, but uh, just didn't do anything with it, unfortunately. But, yeah, I think someone in the chat said Nico can't do it all every night. You know yeah. what I mean? You you need a little bit more. This is one of the. This is probably one of the first uh, games from Dansby Swanson where I'm just a little, like, not concerned, I'm not worried, but I'm just a little uh, annoyed, I guess. I, he just – tonight's game just, I, you know, not, not the best at bats. There was one at bat where I think it was his – might have been his uh, third or fourth at bat, first pitch swinging, hits a grounder right to second base, and it's just like, dude, we're down a run, down whatever it was, either four to three or five to three at this point. We're down a run. You're looking for a quality at bat. You've been an on base machine, like maybe not swinging the first pitch and ground it over to second base. I get he's trying to get the first, uh, the best pitch he can, but I was a little, again, I was a little annoyed. Not worried, not concerned, uh, but if you want me to. Show some emotion about Dansby Swanson. There you go. I, 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 don't know. <laughs> uh, I saw Doug in the chat saying, "Yeah, Luke, but the the walk from Nelly. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. That was exciting to watch him work that count and and then take that pitch against Hater in that situation. And Hater thought he had a strike. He did not. It was clearly a ball. It it was nice pitch framing, but it was a ball, and he took it and. That shows you the confidence he has in what he can do at the plate. I, I like what I've seen of Velasquez so far this season. I know yeah. it's a small sample size, and even if he'd been up here the entire time, one month is a small sample size. But um, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind him staying up for a while. Yeah. I really wouldn't. To I me, don't know who that's going to be. And I don't, I don't know who's going to have to suffer if that's going to have to happen, but I wouldn't right. mind that Velasquez would be up here for a while. Well, in the- <laughs> I'm not trying to go right into the, the the Mervis stuff, but I've been using that as an example of ride the hot hand. He's been mashing, no pun intended, at Iowa, and <laughs> so is, taters. Yeah, and and so is so is Velasquez. So to see him come up and translate the hot bat from Iowa to the majors, and even if it isn't a few at bats, he's taking advantage of the opportunity. We've seen guys who mashed in Iowa come up here and not do anything and not take advantage of the opportunity. Nelson Velasquez, in my opinion, yeah, you're, I agree. He deserves to be on this roster. If you're not going to play Edwin Rios, Edwin Rios has 20 plate appearances on the season. We are almost through the end of April, and he has 20 plate appearances. Left-handed power bat. If you're not going to play the guy, then – then play Velasquez. You know what I mean? Play Velasquez in the DH spot when Bellinger comes back. It, like, I tweeted out earlier, like, this would have been, to me, what it, from a lefty versus 
a lefty versus righty scenario only. I don't know if he has any career numbers against uh, Michael Walker or not. But every time the Cubs are facing a righty, I'm not saying you got to play Evan Rios every time, but Eric Cosmer has 63 play uh, coming in tonight, had 63 play appearances. Evan Rios, 20. Explain it to me like I'm five years old. Well, I finally Why? do have an explanation for the question I've been asking over and over. Mm-hmm. Being at Wrigley this afternoon, I asked three people that I trust baseball-wise, because I've said over and over, I don't, I don't get into the numbers like Corey and Brendan get into the numbers. That's what they do great. You don't get into the Dell metrics. I, I know I'm more into the Dell metrics because it's more based on vibes. Or right. the, or the, the eye spat test. math. Yeah. yeah, or the spat math. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stucky stats is what I like to call them. Right. Um, I, I keep asking, why is Mancini playing first over Hosmer? Is he that much better? Like, when they're both in the lineup. Not about, like, who's getting the playing time. When they're both in the lineup... Why is Mancini always the guy at first and Hosmer is always the guy at DH? Because I always thought the reputation was that Hosmer was better in the field. And I know that prior to the season, mm-hmm. Corey and I talked about it, and Corey's like, no, 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 the, the metrics actually say that Hosmer's not that great at first base defensively, even though he has three gold gloves. He's just not anymore. During the past, he's just not anymore. And I talked to three different people today, and all three said absolutely Mancini is a better first baseman defensively than Hosmer. The Cubs know it, and it's not close. Yeah. Not close. If you're watching every single day, every single pitch, it's not close. Mancini is the better first baseman. So I I accepted that. And, you know, I think there's other things that are in play. Hosmer is obviously very popular in the clubhouse. He's a veteran guy. I think Mancini is very popular, too. Yeah. Um, well, Mancini's starting to heat up. But I know we see the Hosmer <laughs> name pop up every single night in the yeah. chat. Like, he's becoming he's becoming the name Hayward. Yeah. Like He really kind of has become the new Hayward in a way. Right? Like, people have yeah. to have somebody to be angry about, and right now it's been... It's been Hosmer. So I, I finally did get that answer because I always thought it was curious. <laughs> That's that, it. I've decided... From here on out, I will be placing a holding who you got selection on Eric Hosmer. Now, he did have a hit tonight, right? <laughs> he he did a, have a hit tonight. He, you say he he's the new Hayward? He's my new pick. <laughs> okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. The point is, and I'm not, I wasn't trying to go down the, the Hosmer, yes. Mervis path like I have been over the last week and a half, but I just, you get, this offense, it's starting to slow down a little bit here. Because the top of your lineup is starting to struggle, all right. Like, like I said, Swanson didn't didn't do a lot tonight. Uh, Hap he lucked into a hit thanks to the ball hitting the pitcher and bouncing away. Uh, and he had great numbers against Michael Walker in his career. Um, Horner, okay, one for five with the big RBI. That was good. Suzuki, one one for four, fine. Um, but again, as far as run production, which is something that those four guys up the top of the line have been doing, again, is just Horner with the one RBI, and you got three hits out of five, nine, 14, 19, four hits out of 19. Like, you're just going to need more out of the top of your lineup in this, in this, with this roster, unless you bring some reinforcements, because then at least you can, at least you can see some, what some of these young guys can do with the guys that you got, and, uh, you know, 
overall, like the offense just wasn't very good tonight outside of Mancini hitting the two-run homer. But also, I just felt like there were so many unproductive at-bats at the same time. So, again, I'm... Mancini my, seems to be coming out of it a little bit. Yeah. Right? Like, right. So, I just g- give feel guys like, a little time. I just feel like, again, this goes all the way back to the Rios thing. I don't know if Edwin Rios is going to be anything. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. But the thing is, is like, I can't even really judge the guy. He has 20 plate appearances. 20. Like, how can you judge a player off 20 plate appearances? All right? Like, so that's that's my thing about it. And I, I'm i not saying that if you put him in there, everything's going to change, but... You're I'm, saying at DH. Yeah, DH. Because I don't want wisdom out of the lineup. No, no. I want wisdom at third. And I, you wisdom know, has been... But this goes back to Velasquez as well, is that, okay, well, if you're not going to play Rios, but you're going to play Velasquez, when Bellinger comes back, how are you going to send Velasquez back... Back to Iowa, whenever you're playing Velasquez more than you are Rios, but you continue to play Eric Hosmer almost every day, especially against righties. Like Eric Hosmer is—he got that hit tonight. Great, awesome. But like he just—he hadn't been doing much of anything. Hadn't been doing much of anything. So I'm—I don't. I don't understand the thought process on who's DHing for this team specifically because. It seems like Mancini has taken over at first. He's been playing first a lot more, and he's starting to hit. So I don't have a lot to complain about him at all. There's no, like no one should be complaining about Mancini. He's had a great homestand, a great homestand. So now it's just DH. That That's where I'm at with, with the like who's in the lineup. So, again, overall I felt like the Padres just played better than the Cubs tonight. There's not one particular player that stuck out to made – to the reason that the Cubs lost in terms of the offense, but I just wish I would have got a, a chance to see Rios in the lineup tonight if there's anything to complain about. So. Um, as for the Mervis fans, I see Joey has put out a little poll for the show. Is it time for Mash Mervis? And that's another thing I kind of just floated around, people I trust. Might like, as well what? just put that in the poll up for the next week. Well, yeah, you could do it every single day. We could do it every single day. Um, <laughs> I just floated around the Mervis thing. Like, what do you think of Mervis? What have you seen of Mervis? What What are the scouts that you know? If you are a scout, what do you know? Like, <laughs> And the general consensus is the hype might be a little high for him to live up to. And I think we've heard that before. Like, they have to see. Nobody's saying he can't come up and be Anthony Rizzo, but don't expect him to come up and be Anthony Rizzo. Okay? Right. Doesn't mean he can't come up and be a very productive first baseman for the Cubs. Just don't expect him to come up and be your captain and hit mm-hmm. 30 home runs a year. Like, just don't – just wait. <laughs> yeah. Just wait. We, we saw Justin Steele take a while. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Justin Steele, you look at him and you go – is that an ace? That's starting to look like an ace. For the last, since the All-Star break, that is an ace. Yeah. Like, he's legit an ace. Like, the best of the best. So, that sample size is starting to get bigger. Patrick Wisdom's 31. But, maybe he's starting to piece it together. Like, this has been a spectacular April for Patrick Wisdom. Offensively and also defensively at third base. So we've seen some good things. Not everybody comes up. I know Matt Mervis is not 21 years old. 
He's not like a super young prospect. Just don't expect too much. Don't. The other part of the factor is the locker room thing, right? Yeah. I don't know that it is necessarily locker room. Here's the other part that I think we've missed. He's a guy that came here for basically baseball money-wise, nothing. Okay? A veteran player. Trey Mancini came trying to... The Cubs have tried to find some of those pieces of guys that are willing to come here, play at Wrigley Field for a year. Maybe you find lightning in a bottle. Maybe you can flip them. Maybe they help you win. Bellinger might be another one. Now, Bellinger's getting paid heavily this year, but still. It's a tough message to send this early, not even a month into the season. It is a tough message to send to future free agents we gave Hosmer four. We gave Hosmer three and a half weeks. <laughs> yeah, like he came here. He's not getting a lot. How much time did you give him? Now it's different when you're when you're doing that to Jackson Frazier, <laughs> but when you're doing it to Eric Hosmer, who has a name and a reputation around baseball, you're going to give him a longer look. You're going to give him more leeway, right? You just are. And so while a lot of fans, understandably want to see Mervis and want to see the team right now have that punch, it isn't going to happen this fast. I don't know how soon it's going to happen. I don't know what the, you say May 1st. That's what I would like. That's what I said on opening day. It's like, I'm I don't think there's any wait. chance it's happening Something. before May 1st. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And I kind of think you're May 1st. Starting to look out of the picture too. Starting to look out of the picture. Even though he's playing great yeah. at the minor league level, I don't think they're going to do that to Hosmer that early on my 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 only thing to all that is like just don't wait too long if the cubs find themselves out of the playoff race come june then all you have to do all you have is to blame is yourself in terms of you know oh the the offense kind of fell apart i don't think it's going to fall apart you're first in average and uh runs per game in the national league you you've proven to be a very decent or very good offense the first uh, you know, 26 days of the season. But, but to me, there, as we've talked about for months doing this podcast, Luke, is there's ups and downs. And this team can't afford a, a slump from Nico Horner or Dansby Swanson or, or Ian Happ or, uh, or say Suzuki. I know Cody Bellinger is on the paternity list and him not being in the lineup is, you know, you can see it. You can it's see impactful. what this. You can see what this yeah. lineup is without Cody Bellinger, right? So I, I, I'm, I'm trying. I want to give those guys more credit, but they, they just haven't. Those guys haven't been as productive this series, or even the last two games of the Dodgers series, and it's showing in the runs scored. They, okay, they scored six last night because of Nico Horner's triple, right? But going it before that triple, we were we were like, man, there's this off like Jan Gomes. Thank you, like. The Jan Gomes game, great, but, like, there's just a lot of, like, angst, at least in my gut, about, like, man, if those four guys aren't doing much, then you ain't getting a lot. And, thankfully, Mancini's kind of stepped up these last couple uh, last couple days, and that showed tonight, showed yesterday. Uh, but to me, like, when when how long do you wait? Like, you're going to need some reinforcements. Eric Hosmer is not giving you – He's, to me, he's not giving you professional bats. Me and Joey were talking about on the couch. It looks like when he raises that leg, uh, the the leg kick or whatever, to uh, you know 
Catcher's, e- catcher's eating a sandwich by the time he's getting the bat it off It feels like by the time he's swinging that bat, the ball is already in the catcher's mitt. Again, I'm not no hitting coach. I don't know what's going on, but it just looks like he, it, they just feel like unprofessional at bats. Joey, if he hits a home run tomorrow, I'm keeping <laughs> that receipt. Joey okay. likes to keep gotta the receipt. You got to hit with the receipt. You got to huh? hit tonight. <laughs> I, just, I just think they're that you're eventually going to need to add some reinforcements just to, like, ride a hot hand, man. I, again, I, I hear you, and I, I'm at this point that I agree that, yeah, he's probably ain't going to be here by May 1st, but I just – all I can keep saying then to rebuttal to that is the Cubs better keep and winning better games. Make, yeah, I see They better keep winning games. Every game's important this year. It's not like it last is. year where you were – this With this <laughs> roster, they have to win as many games as they can, especially here early in the year. And so um, – Again, this one wasn't the worst loss in the world or anything like that. It's To me, there isn't a lot to take from it that makes me feel bad. It's just one of those where it's like, well, you had a 3-2 lead. Maybe if you've been able to attack on a few runs, maybe the Padres don't come back, whatever. We'll talk about the bullpen. I know everyone, uh, at least on social media, was yelling at me about the bullpen. That's usually what happens when the Cubs lose. Um, it's, it's like death and taxes. But, again, taxes. I, I, just, I just I don't. I just think that this offense needs a little bit more boost at the bottom. That way it's a little bit more balanced, and you're not relying on so many guys at the top of the order. So We got a super chat from Steven. Steven. Uh, we win if we just plunk PED man before the two RBI single. <laughs> if we just plunk yep. him. And there's another super chat from Burnt, which says, oh, was Burnt a great Chihuahua. game, but sucks that Ferroido got two <laughs> hits today. But was a fun game nonetheless. And then Steven again said, not too mad today, but free Merv Papa. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for your super chats. Appreciate it. And also, Evil Wax agreed with me. Shout out to Evil Wax. There was a whole whole run of people that were agreeing with you. Two for five tonight, three RBIs. Like I I missed it. Like I said, like I said when we did our our winners and losers podcast at the end of 22, Fernando Tatis Jr. was both a winner and loser because I am a a big supporter of steroids. Bring steroids back. Brent agrees with me. Ravi agrees with me. But he's also a loser because he got caught. So, <laughs> Shout out to everyone agreeing with Luke. Cody's making a point. Luke is reading. To I'm see making a point. Luke so is thank you reading. for agreeing Everyone's agreeing Whatever, Cody. Uh, so-and-so agrees with me. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so Cubs lead, lose 5-3. to three. We hope Ryan Herrera is going to be able to join us. Uh, there were some injury updates today at Wrigley Field. We'll talk about those. We'll talk about uh, who might be starting on Friday. Maybe a little hint out there for that. Uh, but first, we want to talk about the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program because it lights up my life. Oh, boy, Luke. I'm bringing it up right <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to tell you all about it because those lights at Wrigley Field, they're incredible. I love ComEd. It's, our, it's only Beautiful. sponsor yeah. that we have that gives back to the earth. I don't know right. if Joey noticed, but I took a couple shots of those ComEd lights tonight. You only told me eight times that they're in the slack. Only, only eight. You're going to see the photography on YouTube. If you're not doing the live YouTube chat, you're missing out on my photography. That's part of the problem Stuck of you. just listening to the podcast. Stuck. While the podcast is great on Spotify or Apple, wherever you listen to it, and we appreciate you subscribing and liking and thumbs up and all those things. If you do the live YouTube show, you get to see my photography. I love I look love at it. Look at the sparkling LEDs. These, these LEDs right now. Lights. Oh, my God. They are. Look at that. It's all because of the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. All because of it. Which is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower <coughs> energy bills now into the future, Luke. 
You bet, Cody. It also offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, industrial processes, maybe lights for your stadium. Mmm, stuck. Tell me all about it. How does it work? An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. They can be done in person or virtually and last about two hours. Then in about, you know, I'd say three, four weeks, customers receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects they can start working on right away. Each recommendation includes... Estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business, why are you snoozing on this? Please do not wait. Get started saving money and energy today. For energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash powering biz. Comed.com slash powering biz, Luke. That's it, Cody. Schedule it today. And while you're at it, make sure you Put your shady rays in your pocket when you go out because we had a nice sunny day today. I think we're getting another one tomorrow just in time for the Bears draft. Ooh. If you're going to our draft party tomorrow, and you should be, go should to allchgo.com. You can still get tickets. We've got four drink packages there. All kinds of Goose Island booze going to be served up at that thing. All-inclusive drink deals. We're going to have merch giveaways. We're going to have contests. Hang out with CHGO crew as we watch the draft go down. Um if you're going to that, you're going to probably want it. Like someone as popular as Cody, he's probably going to have to wear the Shady Rays just for a little public safety. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, Or also for vibes. Well, all the flash bulbs. All the flash bulbs going off. I was going to mainly say for vibes. My Shady Rays only increase my vibe. They do increase your vibe. But also, like, to just protect your eyeballs because of all the... Do you even know what an old flash bulb used to look like on a... When I was a little kid, they used to have this thing. It looked like a cell phone. Mm-hmm. You attached it to your phone, and it was like six bulbs. And it stuck in the top of the camera, and each one would go, and, and blow up in the thing. And you could see that you'd used like six, but you only had oh, six. Yeah. Then you had to put a new one on top. Yeah. That's what you're going to experience probably tomorrow at Joe's on Weed Street. Perhaps. Check out the website. It's going to be lit as the kids like to say. (laughs) Take on the sun with gear that's built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product, I can tell you, just as good as any expensive pair I've ever worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. I use them for golf, for Fishing, for sure. I love fishing. You can see the fish down in the water in the shallow water. But that's not all. Shady Rays also offers the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they told us, I'll just send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase them. Together with their customers, Shady Rays also providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact. From building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now for years to come. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange them for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. No risk when you shop. 
Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our CHGO listeners right now, Shady Rays giving out their best deal of the season. Right before summer, go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code CHGO. What do you get? 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by more than 250,000 people. That's BOGO, baby. And vibes on the BOGO. Uh, Larry in the chat says he's never even heard of Shady Rays until this podcast. Larry. He said his new pair's coming in on Saturday. Bingo. So. I hope he got two pair coming two in. Two pair, yeah. Might as well double down on that second pair. Hell yeah. Why not? I keep them in my car so I don't forget them. So do I. So that's why I have That's seen why I never have yours. them on the set because they're in my car all the time. I don't want to mm. bring them up because I don't want to forget them. How many times have I left these readers on this chair? Like three Fair. times a week. Yeah, many times. Many, many times. times. Many times, as the people know. Do you have a DraftKings pick of the week for us, Cody? Uh, so, Luke, my new thing is uh, betting or fading, fading the Oakland Athletics. Mm. And uh, so I will be betting the Angels minus one and a half tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Shoei Otani's pitching for the Angels. You're talking about the Vegas A's? Yes. Soon to be. The soon to be. Lost, I think they'll lost be the Vegas, Vegas Aces. Aces. They'll probably change to the Aces. Nah, I think they'll stay the Athletics. They've had that name for. I think they'll since stay Athletics. I don't know about that. The Aces, you know, that's a team. Did the Montreal Expos stay the, the Montreal. The Expos? Vegas Aces are a WNBA team. Yeah, but so. <laughs> so I don't. Well, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a weird <laughs> move not? if a team moved to Chicago and was like, "We're going to call ourselves the Cubs." Well, they're not going to move. All right, you're right. Never mind. Well, Go on, on, Cody. Historic. Please tell us the pick of the week. One of those, one of those franchises is here tonight historic, with all like the knowledge and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Give me the Angels minus one half. Fax. Uh, that's minus 150 right now, which is actually not bad considering Shoei Otani's pitching tomorrow. But, yeah. Hmm. I, don't, I bet they're not the athletics anymore. That's just what <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Uh, what's going on in the chat? Uh, what do we have? I know it's April, but we're still seeing an awful... Uh, Joey, you scrolled up. Let me... Craig says he fades Hosmer right now. Doug Van Dorn. That's what I was reading. I know... Uh, I know it's still April, but we're still seeing an awful lot of starters only lasting five innings as it warms up. That often changes, but our pen would be better if not asked for four innings a day. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it matters. I think I think asking for five or six innings out of your starting rota- your your starter every night is is fine. In this in this day and age, in this yeah. day and age, yeah. Especially if you got guys like Keegan Thompson and I know Adbert gave up technically a run tonight, but I I feel confident in both those guys. Well, Adbert, it wasn't him. It was it wasn't on him. It was on. He Brandon took an Hughes. earned run, but he took he an earned run, but run uh, uh, yeah, Brandon Hughes gave up the hit, and I feel good about score. Hughes too. By the way. Yeah, I mean Brandon Hughes. Former? This was the first time. This, this was the first game I can remember where Hughes. Concerning. You know, I don't. I don't know how anyone could feel bad about anyone in the bullpen that's not named uh, Fulmer. Maybe Merriweather. Off to a concerning start. Merriweather's yeah. off to a mildly concerning so, start. So Corey, and I'm sure other people. We can talk about this. Corey and the Corey underscore Cubs are our good friend. Where is he tonight in the chat? I don't know if he's in the chat. He's probably too mad. And I don't blame him. Also, this game was just annoying, so I don't blame him. And cold. Anyway, he uh <laughs> he uh he said something in the chat about why why Merriweather in that in that spot. And 
I actually wasn't too upset with Merriweather coming in because the Cubs were losing at that point. They were they were they were down four to three. I know it's just a one run game, but also Merriweather had actually been okay his last four outings, and that's kind of what happens. He started off really bad. His first very first outing of of the year, he gave up five runs against Milwaukee. Then he was fine for a couple outings. They were all very low leverage, and then he gave up. He had a couple bad outings against the Mariners. Um, and then ever since that series, he, he'd been good. He hadn't give up any runs, and he had a strikeout or at, at least a strikeout in all those outings. He actually had been okay his last four outings. And so perhaps you can argue he was creeping back into David Ross's circle of trust. Considering it was four to three, I don't. I wasn't upset that he was in that in that spot. I don't know. Boy, I mean, bring up Sanders. Gary Ross says I. I liked what I saw. Cactus League for Cam Sanders. What we were told by Alex Cohen, who does the games at AAA Iowa, mm-hmm. when we had him on Monday, was that you know he just hasn't been a reliever that long, and so it's worthwhile time mm-hmm. to be down there adjusting from the starter to reliever role a little bit longer before he comes yeah. up but the stuff is there oh yeah like this this stuff is there and it looks like it'll play at this level for sure uh cody hoyer is another bullpen arm that eventually we expect to see at the major league level this season he did throw a sim game today 25 pitches the cubs say he will throw again in the next few days um coming back from tommy john jamison tyone played catch today uh saw him taking his shoes off in the clubhouse, but there were no reports on how that went or how he was feeling. We believe Kyle Hendricks will make that start in Iowa tomorrow, right? I think it's Thursday. Tomorrow's Thursday, right? Tomorrow Thursday. Cody? It is Wednesday. Yes, Thursday. Yes. Yeah. I could be getting my days mixed up. Sorry. No, you can't do that to me. (laughs) Suddenly I thought I lost a day in my head for a second. Tomorrow's Thursday, guys. It's the draft. It's the draft. It's the rubber game. Cubs Padres. Come on. Sorry. CHGO Bears draft party. Um, so anyways, yeah, Hendricks tomorrow in Iowa. Jed Hoyer uh, also was on the score apparently today, and Kevin Wells told us that he was listening, and he said he believes Jed Hoyer hinted that Killian may start on Friday, mm. which is what we hinted at yesterday Yeah, before Jed Hoyer. Well, he, wasn't on, he wasn't on the iCubs, like, pitching probables list or whatever. And Alex had just told us that the best he'd ever seen him pitch yeah. was his last start. Right. So... It's a good time to bring I'll a guy be, uh, up when he's feeling like that. And I, you know, I'm I'm intrigued to see how he does. Uh, I just I'm hoping that it's I I this is what I hope that the command is there because last year the command wasn't there after the first start. He walked way too many guys, and the command was always something that people right. said that he was good at. Yeah, that was, was his thing. And then Ryan so. told us in in Cactus League that they thought they found the stride was off, and that something in his stride he's been able to correct it. Yeah. and that they believe the command will come back. So far, yeah. it was working early on, yeah. uh, specifically in the last start, uh, and that'd be great. Uh, somebody's saying, if we could get, I can't see the name, I think it's Doug. If Yeah, Doug Van Dorn. If we could get Hoyer throwing effectively in May, that's ahead of schedule. I'd love to see it, but it always takes guys a little while to get their feel back. I don't think he's, I'll be stunned if he's a high-leverage guy. I know somebody said, Closer, well, they believe he has closer-type stuff. That's why they mm-hmm. traded for him. Um, but coming off this injury, I don't see that being something that he does this year. I just don't. Yeah. 
That's something I don't think that that's the type of year. stress that they'll put on yeah. him. Not that he can't eventually build up to it for this franchise. Yeah. I just don't think he'll get that stress, specifically right when he gets here. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't – I think he'll be just used as a regular reliever whenever he can get here. But who knows? Maybe he can build himself – Build his, con- build his confidence and show- has enough outings that maybe they give him the op- opportunity by the end of the year. But again, he's got to get here first. So, yeah, I'm good. Good signs. For, I know for you him. were talking about trading for Kopech to see how that works out <laughs> in the future too. I wasn't really saying that I we should. I was just saying I tweeted that you know because I was watching the White Sox game earlier today and like why, you know, why would you do that to yourself? Well, I bet the Blue Jays minus one. Oh, now. okay. All right. So, so it was. About, I was watching. It was about money. Yeah, I was right. watching Kopech, and like he just—I don't know. I feel like the Cubs could unlock that potential that he's always had, and the White Sox just—they're so bad at player development, and the Sox guys will sit here and agree with me with that. So, um, I don't know. I, again, I was just tweeting and thoughts in my mind. I don't—I don't think that's a thing that's going to actually happen. Take but. a moment of silence for Herb and Sean. Good luck, guys. Uh, uh, so, anyway, though. That was the, unnecessary. <laughs> I feel Kill, bad for him. Killian this weekend, uh, you know, this bullpen. I don't know. How, how do you feel about the bullpen outside of Fulmer? I don't I don't really have a problem with it. I, I don't know if there's anybody. I, I shouldn't say that. When Keegan comes in, I feel good. When Alzali comes in, I feel good. Yeah. Um, I think if Estrada came into a game, I'd feel pretty good about it. Yeah. Um, Fulmer has scared me early on. And I, I believe I saw that Jed said he's they're got gonna, some things to work on. Yeah, and they're going to use him in low leverage. Yeah, okay. Yeah. For how long will, yeah. be the, will be the question because it does appear there are some things uh, obviously to work on. I, I think the bullpen's going to be even better by the end of the season, but it hasn't been a problem for me. I, I think the Cubs are off to a good start in almost every phase of the game. Yeah. They really are, like – Defensively, they've been pretty good. Pitching's been great. The offense has been better than we expected. The bullpen has had some really, really good games. They've had a couple that weren't great, but that's going to happen to every bullpen. Right. Uh, MLB Network, I don't know if you saw, in a, a MLB Network, they were talking a lot about the Cubs today, actually, getting some national attention. I know. We, we were just saying yesterday, when are the national people going <laughs> to acknowledge the fact right. that the Cubs are a good baseball team again? Anyway, on their, they might have tweeted this on Twitter, but I saw it on Facebook. They tweeted season statistics, uh, like for National League ranks for the Cubs. Uh, like I said earlier, they're first in runs and in batting average, and actually an OPS. And then their starter ERA is second in the National League. And then their reliever ERA coming into tonight was four point one one, which was good for eighth best in the National League. So I don't know how many teams are on the in the National League. So they're about middle of the pack if we're talking about the National League. You're so. referring to the Mark DeRosa clip, uh, in, in in terms of them talking about yeah. the Cubs. There was there today, was a yes. cut, there has been a Chicago tie to each time the national media has mentioned the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark DeRosa, former Cub, or Dempster. Sierra Santos <laughs> and Ryan Dempster. Yeah, Chicago ties. Yeah. So anyway, like so we, appreci- uh, we appreciate we do that. appreciate you. Um, so yeah, the, coming in tonight, they have four point one one ERA. Like the the bullpen has a four point one one ERA coming into tonight. Uh, they gave up, but Smiley only gave up the two, and they lost five to three. It, again, it, it wasn't the good the best night for the bullpen, but I also am not mad at David Ross's decisions on bringing in Hughes. 
Um, I tweeted this earlier, Brandon Hughes against righties. Um, last season, uh, righties hit 183 against him. So I wasn't upset that they brought him in. And he can't walk people right. in those scenarios. Like if there's anything to criticize, it's, it's that. But he's been pretty good at not doing that. Um, he's been very good this year. This is probably his worst outing of the season in, in the what week that he's been here. Okay. And then I already said my piece about Mer- Merriweather. So I was happy to see Boxberger get back on track because he, he had a bad appearance against the Dodgers over the weekend. So happy to see him get a quick inning out there. I usually feel good when he's in the game too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and like you said about Alzali, uh, I thought he was good tonight. I didn't, I, he pitched an inning yesterday. I don't know why the quick leash, why bring him out? Like why, if he, if he's going to allow that first hit, why take him out? Um, in that second inning, or if anything, why not just bring in Hughes on a, in a clean inning anyway? I guess that might be my one criticism of that because I just feel like the relievers are better when they come in in a clean inning and there's no one on base. You let Alzale come out, he gives up one hit, and then Hughes yeah. allows them to take the lead. So there's my one criticism is why not just bring in Hughes for the next inning instead of bringing Alzale back out? So it's fair. Joey, what, what poll did you just put out? I said, who should be called up first? Mervis or Morel? Interesting. What are the results on that so far? It is very even. It very is. Even. What about the other one? Is it time for mash Mervis? Is that, that one was like 70%. Yes. <laughs> this one is literally 50, 50. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. It I makes, noticed, uh, it makes so much more sense for Mervis than it does Morel in a way, but I get it. So far, here's I'm just the, to get the clicks. <laughs> this is so far the difference between last year's loss shows and chats compared to this year. Mm-hmm. This year, it's it's less fire at least so far right now. It's it's less anger about the overall scope of the franchise, right? Like mm-hmm. there's anger about certain decisions made in the game, but there's less just like. Yeah. Overall hate. There's more. All right. Look forward to having a day game tomorrow. Right. Colada says the Cubs have eight closers and they all suck. See, that's what we were counting on Michael that's, for. That's, that's the, the positivity we were looking for. That's the that's the godfather right there. <laughs> uh, hit the like button. Thank you, Fernando. Appreciate that. Um, also, hit the like button for Foco. They've been giving us some great stuff for our set decoration. Look at our beautiful Nico Horner bobblehead there. We've got a West Nesky bobblehead that we've been putting out, which is sweet. Going tomorrow, expecting big things from him. We'll talk about him in a second. Uh, we got a Clark the Cub that's like twice the size of all the other bobbleheads. It's around here somewhere behind us somewhere on one of these stands. So get fitted <laughs> out with the best sports gear around. Hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. It's spring and baseball season. Aloha shirts from when the warm weather comes. Straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. Set decorations have been spectacular. We thank them for those. Check out foco.com. Click the link in the description below. For all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. They've really stepped it up. Now, that, of course, is the diehard box, which wants you to sign up to be a diehard. If you haven't signed up for the party tomorrow, by the way, the CHGO Bears draft party at Joe's on Weed, still time to do it. It's a two-day event. It's Thursday and Friday. All-inclusive drink deals. They got four uh, possible suggestions for you there. But if you sign up to be a diehard, this is the time to do it because 
you always get 20% off our events and all the things we do like that, including the draft party. So, yes, there's a fee to go to this because of the drink deal and getting in and all those things, but you can get 20% off on it right out of the gate, plus you get the free shirt out of the CHGO locker. We got two new ones for CHGO Cubs, or if you want to have one, you know, and talk about the Bears draft with your friends the next week, the Brick by Brick's out there. You might want to go with the new Brick by Brick one, Greg Bragg mm-hmm. special. Yeah. Maybe you want to go get the QB slide. They're A lot of great available. choices. And, of course, you get the, the card, which if you're a big shot tomorrow, you're going to take out the CHGO diehard card. Gary Ross is coming. He's in the chat. He's coming. I believe he's coming in from multiple hours away. We're excited. A lot of other guys in the chat that we're excited to see. It's going to be great. The Bears ought to hand in the number nine pick tomorrow by slapping down the CHGO diehard card attached to the pick and shove it forward and be like, we're taking this guy. Ryan Poles certified. You think you think <laughs> the diehard. You think card. Poles is a diehard? Hopefully. Oh, he's a diehard for sure. Polsey? <laughs> the other guy, Pace, he was not a diehard. He was <laughs> no. just a doofus. Correct. Well, I'm Pace not proud that he went to the Harvard of the Midwest. That's unfortunate. He did for draft you. QB1, though. He did. He did so, draft. He did, he did thank draft you, Ryan QB1. Pace. Yes, he did. Uh, game time. Let me tell you. Good time to go out and get tickets for that rubber game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you could have gone to beautiful historic Wrigley Field for less than five dollars today. Tomorrow you go there. It's the rubber game. It's day baseball at Wrigley Field. Be beautiful out, and it's going to be warmer. You get a little sunshine. It makes all the difference at Wrigley Field, especially you get a bleacher seat or you want to sit up in some of those box seats that get a lot of sun. Like that right field corner stays in the sun a long time up in the. I know you're not a big right field guy, but. It does this time of mm-hmm. year. It's beneficial to be in that sunshine that kind of peeks through at some point Fair. at the end of the game. Uh, so you might be stressed out on buying tickets for that. I saw there were a bunch of them in there for under ten bucks for the game tomorrow. Somewhere at a dollar, but like literally, you, lots of different seats around the ballpark. You can pick where you want to sit mm-hmm. under ten bucks. Now you're not going to sit fourteenth row. Those are going to cost you more. I saw some like three hundred dollars seats for tomorrow, but. Game time is the place to get it with the last-minute price drops. Oh, yeah. You wait it out. Wait it out till they get desperate to sell those babies, and then you jump on them. Uh, buying tickets for your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Maybe you're stressed out about uh, Taylor Swift tickets. We know Joey's been just pacing about it over and over for June 2nd at Soldier Field. I saw Chance the Rappers coming to the UC on August 19th. Oh. That'll be a big one. Uh, game time is fast. It's the easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy and theater near you killer deals last minute tickets cody what was the one you did uh was the football game for uh illinois and <laughs> northwestern northwestern yeah i went Got to some good deals on went that. to rhyme field and learned how much of a freaking high school uh stadium that place is but yeah i went chicago's there for really big cheap. 10 team chicago's big 10 Go team they, they i it's good that they're building a new arena <laughs> it is yeah i mean it is <laughs> it's good it is but i went for really cheap because i used game time Anyways, forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You get images of the seat you're going to be sitting in before you buy it so you know what to expect before you arrive. Buy the tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, you're set. 
tickets sent directly to your phone. You don't have to dig through your email. Snag your tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use the code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code CHGO, $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. I like Brent's comment. He says he's going to go see South Bend play the Peoria Chiefs down in uh, Central Illinois and Peoria. I've been to Dozer Park. It's 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 cool. Cub used to be a Cubs affiliate. Colada's going to be at the gonna game. He's going to use game time. So Colada's going to be at the game. We got to get Ryan to meet up with him. Oh, left field grandstand. He says, get or he's vi- hoping get a video clip with the Godfather. Some sort of yeah. Ryan's social gotta, content. Ryan's got a go content find machine. Colada. Uh, yeah, Ryan's got to go find Colada. <laughs> Godfather, do you have a cell phone? Yeah, if, you're if, on you, Twitter, if you don't want to put your cell phone in the YouTube chat, that's also understandable. Colada, Colada, email, email us. Or if, if you're on, uh, if you're on uh, Twitter, if you're on the Bird app, you should send us a DM. Here, I'll give you my email, Cody at allchgo.com. Send me an email, and I will, I will send your your contact information to Ryan. I'll have him go find you if you're actually going to be at the game tomorrow. That would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, so. We do have a pregame show, by the way, tomorrow, so don't miss out on that. Cody and I will be here for the pregame uh, for the day game, and, of course, we'll have the postgame show. Maggie says, serious question. Do the Cubs really need to keep Torrens around that bad? <laughs> the the million-dollar question. Really? People, people have been asking that question for weeks. Uh, the answer is no, they don't. But that's the short answer. <laughs> and we're not saying he's short. Um, who you got while we're waiting for Ryan? Let's just get this out of the way in case Ryan doesn't make it. Are we going to talk about Wesneski tomorrow? Or? We are. We are? Okay. You want to do that first before we do who you got in case sure. Ryan wants to jump in on who you got? Sure. All right. Fine. Wesneski takes the mound uh, tomorrow in the rubber game. So far, his season... And his opportunity have been, I assume, disappointing by his standards. Like, he had a spectacular cactus league. Mm -hmm. Grabbed the job, ran away with it, which we wanted him to do. He did it. And so far, you know, he's not off to the greatest start this season. He's had some good innings. He's had some good moments. The command just hasn't been what I know he would want it to be. Today is a good day to turn that page. Forget this game tonight. Get Wes Nesky out there tomorrow and let him be Wes Nasty against the Padres. Yeah. What we, okay, his best start of the year against the A's. I know it's the A's, but he had zero walks, all right? That's it. In Cincinnati, walked two. And it was the second part of that game. Like, as he, as he went along, he got better in the game. Exactly. He got in a groove. But as I was getting ready to say, Sorry. first start of the year against the Reds, gave up or had two walks, um, also gave up two homers. Uh, against the Mariners, where he only went one and one-third, four walks. Uh, then no walks against the A's. Only one walk against the Dodgers, but also it's the Dodgers lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, five hits, five hits, and obviously a home run allowed. Only one strikeout. He's, the command has just struggled, and when he does when he does get the ball over the plate, it has been in the middle of the plate, and that is why... The Dodgers mashed him. So he's had command of finding the strike zone, and he, or he's had issues finding command of the strike zone and finding command of putting balls in the strike zone where they should be. That way you don't get mashed. So that's been his issue. 
Uh, listen, the Padres' offense, you it's got a ton of names in it, but the Padres' offense hasn't been that great to start the year. Um, no one on the Padres has ever faced him. That can be an advantage for him. And uh, I have belief in Tommy Hadovy, and I have belief in this pitching infrastructure. I am optimistic that he can come out and give you five strong tomorrow. That's all I'm asking is five strong. But if he can give you seven, great. He's your number five starter, and he's a young pitcher, and he's going to go through ups and downs. I think he's due for an up. He's due for an up. So give me, uh, give me Wesneski to go, go deep tomorrow. Somebody in the chat, and I didn't catch the name, said he's our Achilles heel. I'll say this. I think that's a little unfair, but you cub however you want to cub. <laughs> if Hayden Wesneski ends up being the Achilles heel of the 2023 Cubs, yeah. they're going to be a damn good team. Like if he's if he's gonna if Hayden Wisniewski ends up being your biggest problem, your Achilles, yeah, then they've got a damn good team, right? So I, I, if you think, I don't, if you really do think he's an Achilles heel, then I invite you to go watch some highlights of him pitching last year. Um, I agree with Craig. Hosmer is the he, Achilles heel. Even if even if he ends up having to go back down to figure things out to Triple mm-hmm. I still. Yeah, don't feel like he's the the Achilles heel of the team. It, it just it's it's what young pitchers in, in yeah. Major League Baseball go through. It's, Very it, few come up and are just like lights out, lights right out right every away. single outing, right away. And so that's why I'm actually I'm actually optimistic about Killian coming back up this weekend. But we'll talk about that. Fernando says road. beer bat chug tomorrow. Print it now. Hell yeah, I love it, Fernando. Yeah, no beer bat chug tonight for Cody. No. Only after W's. Only after we light the W. Yeah. Only right. after wins. So, all right. Look who we got. You ready? Yeah. Let's knock it out. I'm not sure Ryan's going to make it tonight, um, but he's going to be back at the ballpark very early tomorrow. So that's understandable. Okay. Uh, the standings going in. That's right. In first place, the old fella. I'm at eight and twelve on the season. Ryan six and fourteen. Two games back. Corey. 5 and 15 and Cody 4 and 17 because he once placed a two-pointer on Adbert Alzali who only pitched in any. So that's why there's an extra game in there. If you're thinking my math is wrong. Uh tonight's picks, I had Ian Happ, did not go well. Ryan had Drew Smiley. Uh, not certainly not five as good as Steele, but he did give up. He went 5 and he gave up two two runs. It's not a quality start just like Steele's wasn't a quality start, but I'm not sure Smiley's the reason they lost. He was right. I wouldn't say he's the reason they lost. Uh, Corey had Seiya Suzuki. What did Seiya have for a stat line tonight? One for four, I believe. I want to say is it was one for four. And Nico, yes, with also run. had a hit. And a strike Didn't out. come up with a big hit at the end of the game when they really needed it, but he did have an RBI and a hit. I think it's between me and Ryan. I would say it's either Nico or Smiley. Not, not man. Nico, I would say Smiley night. gave up more runs than Nico drove in. Nico did give them the lead, though, after being down two to zero. I, I, my personal vote would probably be Nico. Let's hear it in the chat. What do you think? Is it Nico? Or, I don't. Neither guy is the reason they lost the game. They didn't lose the game because Nico couldn't get a hit at the end, and they didn't lose the game because Smiley only went five innings and gave up two runs. But is five innings and two runs better than? One hit and one RBI. Yeah. Let's go ones in the chat for Nico, twos for Smiley. 
Spam, spam the Maggie ones says Nico. Gary says Nico. Trevor just can't get enough of Torns. He wants more Torns and Rios. <laughs> don't do, don't Sorry. do a list. He's, like he's cousins with uh, Fulmer. Who's one and who's two? Two. Uh, one is Nico. We're so no, two more, two more Nicos. Okay. That's four, four Nicos. No smileys. Ron okay. says smiley shoved pretty good tonight. So there's four to one. Fernando says two. Colada says Nico. Agree with Luke. <laughs> there's two more Nicos. There's Ron back in there with a smiley. Yeah. I would say right now the chat is leaning Nico. Yes. Joey, do you have a thought on this? I will. Is the guy who had Mancini the wrong day? <laughs> I told you I had Mancini tonight. You guys thought I picked him for last night. But you were very clear how do, how in the rules about, how do you that I can only have a pick. Game? I can only have a pick on my. Yeah, there's. I, how there's do you no, feel about that? I feel terrible. Ah, Doug, a good point that Nico did continue his on base streak. Yeah, pushing him over the edge. It's twenty one. That's it, Nico. It's Nico for me. Right. I think that, it's that Nico. was a good point. I didn't think about the the streak. I will say Nico. So I now I will go into the numbers. Cody is now five and seventeen. Corey. And Five I, and sixteen, Ryan six and fifteen, and I am eight and thirteen. I can no. tell you that Ryan will not be joining us from the park because he is not at the park. Mm. I thought he, I thought he was at the park. Well, Jared, Jared's Jared, at the park. Well, oh. they were both there. Oh well, Jared's. Well, Ryan's not joining us. Ryan's not joining us. Okay. All right. All right. Well. well that, Wraps things up then. Trevor says, Luke, I'm not Fulmer's cousin. We can't have this bad rumors being afloat. <laughs> I'm joking, Trevor. We appreciate everybody that was in the chat. Uh, hit the like button on the way out if you would please do so. Or vibes. Leave us a nice review. We'd also appreciate only a five-star review. Five stars only. Anything less actually doesn't help us. Tomorrow. What Just do you say? Facts. Are we... Let's win a series tomorrow. Let's do a pregame show tomorrow. Get the vibes back up. Cody will show you the beer bat that he hopefully will be drinking from and partaking a, a, a chug from before he heads over to the big draft party at Joe's on Weed. Tomorrow's a big day for CHGO Sports. We appreciate all your support. And thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Cubs lose but tomorrow we may fly the W.